Welcome to this episode of the Luminosity Podcast, hosted by Maria Conde. This podcast is an ongoing conversation to provide busy entrepreneurs, practical tools, and inspiring stories to live a healthy and abundant life with grace and ease. Welcome to the show. Here's your host, Maria Conde. Hello and welcome everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast on decluttering. For those of you that are new, I am Maria Condi. I am a coach, an author, a speaker, and I'm here to inspire women to elevate to their highest potential through mindset work and helping you free up your self-sabotaging behaviors and overwhelm and bringing your, to be able to bring your gifts to this world. So if you are on social media right now, you have surely seen lots of posts about the Marie Kondo's method of decluttering. A couple years ago, when her book first came out, I picked it up and I jumped right in. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about my story with that. I'll try and keep that short. And I wanted to talk about some other areas where you would want to declutter in your life that are not in the material aspects of things. And these are going to help you free up a whole bunch of uh, things in your life. So this leads to why would we want to declutter? So decluttering is going to help us free up energy because clutter is energy. And the more of it you have around, the more of it weighs you down. So with that, you want to get, you want to remove things that are uh, taking up brain space in your brain and gives you overwhelm and anxiety. The other area we want to look at is um, it's going to make more room for abundance. You're going to have uh, the ability to have things come into you. You can't have things come to you when you have lots of stuff there, clutter. So if you get rid of things, you're going to have room for more to come into your life. And it's not about just getting rid of things and, you know, cleaning out the closets and making room to go repurchase everything and bring a whole new set of everything in. And I've seen a lot of people do that. I've watched people in my life and I've done it at different times. You know, you get rid of some furniture just so you can buy some new furniture, but the furniture you got rid of was perfectly fine. And you just wanted a new color this year. Um, so you see a lot of things like that happening out there. It also, which for me, this is one of the biggest ones when I need to do writing and things like that, I declutter because it makes room for creativity. And with all that, all of that combined together brings more joy into your world. And who doesn't want more joy and abundance? So let's have a look at the Marie Kondo's method. Her method, you know, the premise of her method is that you, and I'm going to talk about clothes for this one because that was my biggest experience with this. I've done all the different aspects of my home, but the clothing one was, had the biggest impact on me and was for me quite life altering. For those that actually go through the true method of what she does, it's, it is, it makes a big shift in your thinking and all that that goes with it. So the premise of what she has you do is take all your clothes, put them in a pile, and then what you're going to do is take one item out at a time and hold it up to yourself. And you say, does this bring me joy? Or does it not fit? Is it stained? Is it, you know, you have to look at all of it. But you, what you really want to know is it's going to make you feel good. When you put that on, is it going to make you feel awesome? And if it doesn't, if it's too small, if it doesn't fit, if it's too big, Whatever it is, if it doesn't, it's not right, it goes into another pile to be go out to somebody else to be repurposed and you go on to the next item. And then what happens is you have a closet full of things that are just right for you. 
So with my experience, I was very excited about it and I got my daughter all excited about it and we hauled all of our stuff out of the closets and she wants you to go through everything. It's not about just opening up your closet door and saying, oh, I haven't worn that shirt in a while and I haven't worn those shoes in a while. I'll get rid of those. This is about actually physically removing every single item from your closet. And for me, I pile it all on my living room floor. I have a big living room. So it's like getting your shoes and your belts and your scarves and your hats and your coats and your pants and shirts and dresses and stuff that's in the laundry and bras and underwear, socks, slippers, everything, gym clothes. You know, if you've got stuff in the hampers and under your bed and storage and gym bags in the car, whatever, take every single piece of clothing and accessory that you have and put it in a pile on the living room floor. So I did this. And, you know, it was a sizable pile. And, and I have on my old blog, I actually took photos of this. And over the next couple of weeks, I'll actually get that re-imported onto the new website, which is uh, going up right now. So with that, I had this lovely pile of stuff on the living room floor. And I stepped back for a moment and went into complete anxiety and overwhelm. And a little bit of background history on me. For those of you that don't know me, my background, uh, a lot of why I do what I do. I mean, I'm two, two angles on this. One is money and one is self-care, something I believe in both. And I think they're both intertwined together. So that's why I teach both. For me, uh, my money history was a little bleak at times. I was always really good at bringing in money into my life. I've been able to attract money quite easily. But I was not always good at keeping it and doing the right things with it and saving money, doing, being responsible with it. I like to spend money. And with that came accumulated some debt over time, so which isn't good. And throughout my life, you know, that was in my 20s and my 30s, I got more awareness around it. In my 40s, I really started to clean things up and and take serious action in my financial life. And that brings me to where I am today. And I'm in the next decade, next decade ahead, we'll say. (laughs) But with that, um, so when I looked at this big, big pile of clothing on the floor, I didn't see see all my possessions. What I saw was money. This is all the money that I had spent. I had clothes that didn't fit me. I didn't like. I bought on impulse things with tags on it still, things that were too big, too small, things that were worn out and stained, had holes in it. And this, all I saw, I didn't see those things. I saw money. I saw all the money I've used in those, you know, however many years in a pile on my living room floor. And it gave me so much anxiety which was, you know, it took me a while. I had a few tears. I paced through my house and my daughter didn't quite get it. She was feeling overwhelmed. And I have to say she had some anxiety, but not for the same reasons I did. I think she was probably reeling off of my own anxiety. And it was quite something. And it was, it was a really interesting exercise because she was keeping things because I had bought them for her because I like them. Not necessarily that she liked them. So we had some deep conversations on that and I encouraged her to get rid of it if it wasn't something that she loved and felt good in. And that was hard for me to take and (laughs) now I don't buy things for her unless she's there or I know she's going to love it or I allow her to take it back if it's not the right thing for her. 
and she's 12 now, so she can make her own choices on those things. So with that, that was my experience with the Marie Kondo method of decluttering. And I've gone through some of the other aspects of my home. I have a couple areas left to go. Those are my family photos, which my dad was a photographer, so I have multiple copies of many photos. And I have a project of a special photo wall that I wanted to put up and I've started to accumulate some special frames from that. So I've got that sort of a summer project I'm looking at. And also the last thing I have to declutter is all my technology with all the cords associated with it and all the iPhones that have gone to the technology grave in my house. So <laughs> that's, um, that's my next step for decluttering for myself. But whenever I do declutter, it feels so good. And when I need to, like I said, when I need to write and get into creative mode, even writing my podcast, I make sure my whole immediate area is completely decluttered. And I'll put things even in another room if I have to, to free up the space because it clears your mind and it allows your brain to just focus on what, you, what you're working on and not the piles that are next to you. So that is my soap box for decluttering your material possessions. I'm not going to go into There's tons on social media. Lots of people are doing it. But it, I, the only thing I really want to say on that is be prepared and do the full thing that she says. Um, if you don't have the book, I'll leave a link in the bottom of the show notes for this so that you can actually get that at the library or Amazon. And work through it and do exactly what she says. Don't just open your closet or pick out a couple things and say, oh, I don't wear that. I don't wear that. Do it all because it makes a big difference, a huge difference actually. And I was not prepared for that. So let's get on to looking at a couple other areas in your life that you can declutter. And these are not your material possessions. So the first one we're going to look at is your relationships. So think about all the relationships that you have in your, in your, uh, in your house, <laughs> in your world, and the ones that you're holding on to that are no longer serving you. As adults, we tolerate a lot. Now, do you have friends that are constantly an energy drain to you? Are they demeaning to you? Are you afraid to let them go because you feel you're not going to have friends? These are tough questions to answer. And this is also true of family. And this, that's even harder. For years, I did not have a relationship with my father. And when I found him, he was, well, let's say he was not the most encouraging father figure. So with that, um, this is my own experience of how I deal, dealt with some relationship issues within my own life. And, and you can draw on those experiences and you know, deal with it in your own life and look at the, how you want to handle the ones that you have. So at the time, this is quite a few years ago, it's about 25 years ago, maybe 30 years ago, 25 years ago, my coach helped me write a letter to him. Because when I found him, and that's a whole other story in itself, um, he just, he was very, very much as I, remind, I was very, remembered him as a child, very um, much a perfectionist and had very high standards and everything had to be done his way. So my coach helped me write a letter to him, setting boundaries and how I wanted our relationship to be, which is interesting because in some of my decluttering, I came across that letter recently, and it was actually a pretty harsh email. <laughs> and there was lots of anger attached to it, which, you know, a child should never have to go search for their parent necessarily. So that, that was reflected in the letter. So 
you know, I encourage you if you're trying to do this to have other people, you know, vet out the letter and make sure that it's, it's, um, you want it to be productive and relationship building as opposed to demeaning and things like that. And the other area I've done this is, and something to think about is with my employer and the setting boundaries and having a productive and healthy life. That's what it's all about. So think about the people that you have in your life, your friends, your family, employers, maybe it's employees. If you're, are you an overly generous person? Are people taking advantage of you? Lots of different areas to look at. And so I encourage you to walk that path, get out a journal, journal some of it, and think about if there is, you know, and don't tackle all of them. You know, if there's a whole bunch there, don't go there. But, you know, if there's one that you can maybe take that first little step on, that's going to make your life better. And setting boundaries, that's you know, it's a whole other podcast in itself. But that's what you want to do. You want to set some boundaries with people. And it's, you'll feel really good when you do that. So that's relationships. So I'm going to talk about another one here. And that is, you ready for this one? We're going to talk about money. And yes, we need to declutter our money. And for so many of us, we want to avoid our money, including me. Money coach right here. Yep, I like to avoid my money. I'm in the process of making a major life change and having a very clear picture of my money and future projected income was key. So it took me several days to get my head out of the sand and get that clear picture. I had to literally force myself at my desk one day to say, okay, sit down and just do it. I would much rather be working on my website, talking to people, recording podcasts. You know, I have a long list of anything I'd rather do than my money. And most people are no different than that. And I'm an accountant by trade. That's, you know, my background, accounting and finance. But with that, I also, like everybody else, money can be not the best thing, not the most pleasant thing to do. But boy, does it feel good when it's all in order. And, you know, I wish I could uh, take a poll on here right now to ask how many people actually have their finances in order. We're on a podcast, so I can't do that. It's not like a webinar. I can get people to click buttons, but... <laughs> But if you want to even comment in the show notes on the, on, the, um, uh, on the Facebook page, you can do that. Love to hear from you. And it's, it's about sharing experiences for other people too. And it's about raising each other up and growing, learning from each other. So with that, do, you know, take a look at your money and do you have piles of bills sitting there that need to be looked after? Or do you, you know, which is something I do actually, I actually pay all my bills on time, but I just put it in a filing pile. And literally it's every six months when I file, I have to admit that every six months, it's tucked away in my closet. It's not lying around anywhere. But if I go to look for something, it's kind of a pain. So yes, I, I do that piece about every six months, but I do keep my money up to date. I use Quicken and I use that every week I update my money. So I constantly know where I'm at all the time. And I do a major update of like mortgages and car loans and things like that, probably about every six months. But my regular banking for every day and, you know, if I have, I have an American Express, which I, uh, is a card that's paid off every month. So not, it's a charge card, not a credit card, which is on a whole other note, that's been very helpful uh, if you have any money challenges to help you be accountable to what you spend on a monthly basis. 
that's a little side note there. Um, <laughs> but, you know, have a look at your money, get things back in order. It is, it does take time and be patient with yourself. It's not an easy thing to grow through, go through. And it's going to create some awareness for yourself. And with all of that awareness, you can take better actions when you go to do things next time. So was I going to talk about anything else? I think that was the main areas I was going to get to some of your material things, relationships, money, um, friends is a big one, setting boundaries. That's really, really key. And all of this is so that you can actually have more joy in your life. Who doesn't want that, right? There are so many areas that you can actually declutter and simplify your life. And I invite you to choose, just, you just need to choose one to start with. I've actually, in the show notes, I've made a free handout for you that is 50 things you can declutter from your home today. And that will hopefully propel you into taking some bigger action and doing that a little bit more. And it's like opening Pandora's box. You know, you go to clean out the fridge and next thing you know, you're cleaning the whole kitchen, right? <laughs> so that's sort of the intent of that to get you going with something and get you inspired and looking at some different things that you can start um, clearing up in your home. Those you can find on the website at www.mariacondi.com. And under the blog post, you'll see, uh, you can, there's a link in there, you can get that for yourself. And I will welcome all your comments in the show notes, or on the Facebook page, love to hear your stories about decluttering. And happy decluttering, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you listening in. And until next time, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Thank you for listening today. Show notes are available at www.mariaconde.com.